0: Listener warning: This episode contains adult content and is not suitable for children. Welcome, ba- <laughs> Welcome back to the half-baked Ankatjams.
1: <laughs> now that was the way to use it.
0: <laughs> <Uncut I am. laughs> I'm Lana. If, if I'm sorry,
1: we're on one this morning, but I'm Lana. And I'm Dylan, and this month we read Such a Fun Age by Kylie Reed. And um,
0: before we dive in, we wanted to say thank you for the support and ask that if you love our show, please tell your friends and rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts. And I'm sorry, we are like so all over the place. Like, I need to catch up with you. We were kind of doing that before we started recording and we're like, we should probably record this first. (laughs) but yeah i think we've been in like tiktok land where like my brain is just on like tiktok sounds like always yes. always like material girl <laughs>
1: there's I so see many. something and i
0: hear a tiktok sound like i do yes, something no. and i'm like
1: uh, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> i do it all the time that happened when i was recording for my other podcast last weekend and something popped up and I was like oh I remember that and just it's funny when people are like I've not heard that like oh that's how my brain functions now
0: it's a different language and it's like if you speak (laughs) it and then somebody responds you're like it's the three fingers like like,
1: yeah (laughs) Katniss Everdeen (laughs) Katniss Everdeen
0: like why can't I think of a movie found my people (laughs) yeah found my people like are you a tiktoker are you a Mm voyeur are you a maker what do you do (laughs) anyways I mean I'm trying to be light because this book was quite a controversial pick (laughs) (laughs) like I didn't realize it was it was on my to be read like I want to read this book list hence why you helped me pick it and I think was it also on yours you just yeah it it was on mine. mine too yeah I truly had no idea what this was about I knew it was part of Reese's book club which she's made some questionable choices in the past
1: um (laughs) <laughs> Shout out, Paper Palace.
0: Yeah. So, but I mean, I enjoyed it. Before we like go into our feelings about it, do you want to give like a very brief overview? I guess. Yeah. And spoilers
1: ahead. Yeah. Spoilers ahead. Yeah. It's uh, right. It was heavy. It was very interesting. It was just this. Um, I love that. it First of all, had dual POVs um, of this. White woman, Alex, or Alix, whichever mm. one she is.
0: I know. Like, do they pronounce um, it different?
1: I don't know. Yeah. And her um, her babysitter, Mira, and just basically, like, the difference of their lives and the way that this one situation that happens when they, you know, Alex is having an emergency. She calls the babysitter to come take the baby and just get her out of the house because, they're dealing with cops, someone threw a rock through their window, and they don't want their daughter to be there. And she takes her to the grocery store. And, you know, they think they're just having a good time and just distracting the child. And, of course, a Karen in the grocery store has to insert herself. Oh, my gosh, herself. you are
0: burying the lead. <laughs> are you doing it on purpose? <laughs> okay, I don't know if you are. Well, the important part of the POV to point out in these two stories is... Obviously, if you've read this book, is to know that Alex, or you know, somebody who feels the audacity to change their own name, like with a different vowel. Um, she is a upper middle class white woman. Yes. Yeah. Um and Amira, her her babysitter, is a bit a bit younger than her. I'm not really sure how many years younger than her.
1: Um how many? I think she's like eight because just because she's the same age as Kelly and they say at some point between their age difference. So I think right. it's like eight. I think she's in her like early twenties and they're like Right, 30s, like she's twenty-five.
0: Five. Right. Yes. Okay, that makes sense. Because she has a small child and I mean not that you can't at whatever
1: age, but um
0: so Amira babysitter, she is a young black woman. They're in Philadelphia. Yes. Philadelphia. Um from a lower socioeconomic class she is doing okay but i would say like a paycheck to paycheck type of lifestyle for the most part yep um not totally like sure where she wants to go direction i feel like typical and there's
1: 20 early 20 year old you know you've got roommates and you got ramen you don't know what you're doing yeah no like i yeah i mean this question will be asked
0: later but i definitely related to to that (laughs)
1: Part of oh, it. for sure. But please
0: go on. We're back at the grocery store. Amira has taken Briar.
1: Love the um, name. She's
0: like three. And honestly, I feel like her character, we can get into Briar, but she sounded like she was written, like she could have possibly been on the spectrum. Like it sounded a lot mm. like my child to me. Like her okay. interest in things, like her yeah. fixation on, you know, like nuts at the grocery store. <laughs> like very specific things things. she would get fixated on and I'm like huh and there was a theme of like the mom also not really paying attention to her it reminded me a lot of the
1: health Mm, mm -hmm.
0: from like in a different generation but
1: I'm sorry go on (laughs) go off (laughs) no no you're good um yeah so Karen inserts herself and is basically like you know whose child is that that's not yours and she gets the security guard involved because, of you know, course, they're in an affluent neighborhood. Right. You're like, why
0: is this black girl right. with a this young, young black girl? White girl. And she's mm-hmm. three. Like, she doesn't fully know. She's only been with this babysitter a handful of times, but she likes her. She feels safe, but she's not right. going to be like,
1: oh, this is my best friend in the-. Like, just- right. Yeah, no. And I think, I think actually, and I do think they say something that she is too, because I think. She's still, like, she's still learning things, but she knows her name, right? She says she calls her Mir. That's what she calls her. Mm -hmm. I think about, you know, like, when my son was learning to talk and everybody had, like, a nickname and stuff. My aunt's name is Lisa. He called her Isa for forever. Like, it's very common of, like, a little kid, and they're, between the Renacop and this Karen, they're, you know, they're talking straight to the toddler, and, you know, just they're making it this very uncomfortable situation, And she's starting to get concerned, like, are they going to try to take Briar from me,
0: you know, Mm -hmm.
1: or whatever? Like I've done nothing wrong. I'm here. And she's starting to kind of connect all the dots and it's kind of closing in. And so then this guy, Kelly inserts himself into the situation by starting to film it, by questioning the cop, you know, and kind of adding that pressure on them that they're being recorded and um, you know, she's starting like inwardly to panic so she calls the dad of briar who is hired her as the sitter and Mm -hmm. explains the situation and he comes racing down you know and of course once he arrives oh then everything's fine because here's this you know semi known white man you know dressed lovely and like oh no yep this is my child this is my babysitter you know, da 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 he's a newscaster in the area. I'm sure they might even know who he is. Um, and so hunts, it's frustrating That's
0: why he got that rock thrown through his window. Casey said something <sighs> a bit questionable. Yes.
1: That um, too. There's so many, there's- like, little, like, offshoots Sweet. and layers to the different, I think, like, subtle, subtle, like, racism, yes. internalized bias, all these different things that Ugh. kind of pop up, and it's not this overt racism it's just these it's like little and things that type people of have been who's like
0: she's the type of person with it wasn't written in here but like you could just tell she's the type of person who's like i don't see color like that person and you're yeah. like uh well she like, says at
1: some point she does say like she like her one of her best friends like i black. used to use
0: the word oriental but I don't consider myself a racist. I probably shouldn't
1: have. But, she's proud you know, that she's, she's got five of, black people at Thanksgiving. She like does oh my the God, mental like count. She has a head count like for a ratio. Yes. It's, so she it's, definitely it's a thing.
0: It's like she's so aware of maybe like her upbringing. I don't know. She has an insecurity. Um, because Mm -hmm. let's talk about how these these storylines don't just cross because you know Alex was looking for a babysitter um, and Amira was looking for a job which when she was looking for a job she didn't put a picture of herself on her resume because she knew if she put a picture of herself Mm -hmm. being a black woman that there was a less chance like there was it was very obvious like there were things in there that I was like Damn, like it's just there were things in there that I just so could not relate to. And let's just put it out there: like me and you are are white, yeah,
1: right, middle class. That's just things we're not going to understand, right?
0: Like, of course, uh, seemingly cis representing women, like, yeah. uh, um pre- presenting rather like we can't relate to a story. And there was a lot of backlash when the help came out because this theme of like white heroism, and that was right. a lot of mm-hmm. this was like yep. Alex... Alex would say, like, in her inner monologue, when it's being told from her point, she's like, I just, you know, I want to take her and and help her shop for a new couch. And I want to do this for her. And I want to do that for her. And I have to say, like, I guess I at least appreciate that this book was written by a person of color rather than yes. like where the help was written by a white person yeah like so i can't sit here and say well i think it should have been written this way because guess what like i'm not a person of color so yeah i, I don't get that fucking vote like mm-hmm. i enjoyed the story but where it connects is that alex um used to
1: date kelly this guy Wild. so that's kelly... not the twist i thought it was gonna be i was like I yeah so
0: kelly the guy who's recording in the grocery store ends up kind of like befriending Amira like hey do you want this video no I don't please don't release it under any circumstances it's so embarrassing and then starts like dating her I mean Mm -hmm. it's a it's a slowish burn it feels like yeah they start dating each other and she's like goes to his apartment there's a lot of like um like black Culture things yes. in his apartment, yeah. where she's like, yeah. "What's up with this music? What's going on with that?" And in her mind, she had like this leering suspicion that, like, is this guy like fetishizing me, or does he actually like me? And that's got to be like a shitty feeling.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But like, of course, she tells herself, like, well, "No, he's not." Like, because I'm sure most of her life, she's like, "No," and self sabotage, and, and she's like, "Let yourself be happy. Like, let yourself right. enjoy this moment." Yeah, brings him brings him to Thanksgiving. And it's like, oops, this is the guy I used to date in high school. And he broke mm-hmm. up with me because I called the cops on his black friend. So mm-hmm. this all goes way back to like this. Oh, I didn't feel quote unquote safe. And he's like, dude, it was my friend who came over for a party. I invited him to your house. Mm-hmm. But then she's like, well, yeah, but I didn't give you permission. Like there's so many layers where you mm. can approach it from each side. Yeah,
1: because like, they, they definitely, the two of them see that night in a very different way.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: And yeah, and just like the crux of the whole thing. And I think that was like the interesting part is then they're in that situation and Alex or Alix as she's calling herself at this point in her life. Because she wants to be
0: so far away from that situation because right. she knew it was shady what she did. Like this yeah. guy lost his scholarship. Mm-hmm. Um, like the things that happened to him probably wouldn't have happened to a middle class or upper class white kid who was in the same neighborhood gated community. No, it wouldn't
1: happen to Kelly. And she knew that.
0: Yeah. When she did it. Like, right.
1: Yeah. She no, could have went and had a conversation and she, wanted them to if she leave. made a choice. Right. She could have just asked them to leave for sure. Right.
0: And then there's the option too where, oh, you didn't leave. Now I can call the cop. Like, there's, right. it, it escalated, and, and she knew, what, I think she knew what would happen when it escalated. But mm-hmm. I think people can lie to themselves so much so.
1: Yes. Yep.
0: Which I'm sorry, because we later find out exactly how much of a fucking liar she is to herself. But, go off um I'll let you keep recapping we're back at Thanksgiving I think yes so
1: (laughs) yep so Thanksgiving so obviously then it's all gonna come out because Kelly and Alex have not seen each other since high school and you know he's coming into her house they're instantly both like oh shit they don't want to see each other they don't want to be any part of this they're confused Alex is like trying to reconcile it in her head that Kelly's dating her babysitter and she thinks that kelly has a fetish for black people so she's very concerned in her head of like saving amira from this situation and you know and then alex thinks like
0: hero again, right
1: and then kelly thinks that alex treats black people horribly and she's just like her parents and of course she's got a black nanny and like they're both in Mira's of course she tears. makes her wear
0: a uniform like yeah owned property like yep and, and I don't even, even think in her brain things. she didn't see it that way in her no. brain she's like oh I was just giving her a shirt so it didn't get dirty when she's doing crafts or like and whether that's true or not she lied to herself enough that she's like yes. this is my truth yeah I said it and it's yep. what I believe so it must be true
1: <laughs> Like, yeah, because in the first situation where the the polo thing gets brought up, she says she's in some like acrylic pretty sweater, and she's like, "Oh God, you're gonna get paint all over it." Here's a shirt, you know, my team all wears them, whatever. You can just use it. But then mm-hmm. it it's like she likes that, and then it becomes a thing, and now she's got them out for her and waiting, and so Amira just like, like assumes and starts wearing it.
0: Right, and who's on whose part? And that's we've talked about this many times: assumption and miscommunication.
1: Like, mm-hmm. I so mean, so much.
0: Because her leaving it out was kind of like, here, if you want it, you can wear it. But then she chose to wear it. And part of it was like her, I guess, as sad as this is to say, because it was brought up, it seemed, on both storylines, maybe. Like her feeling safer wearing that polo polo, because it's like, well, had she, quote, unquote, had she been wearing it when this incident happened? It's just so fucking stupid. Yeah. Ugh, I don't know. Because the issue with the Karen at the grocery store, it wasn't even just oh, she's black. It was like, they were doing booty dancing. It's like, yeah. sorry, yeah. what? Like, they were and just popping oh, with wearing. this little kid. Like, yeah. oh my god. It's so good. She doesn't look like a babysitter. It's yeah. like... What okay. does a babysitter look like? It's like, <laughs> it's like when she asked for it because she wore a short skirt. It's like that same magic. Yes. Yeah. Like, no, okay, that same vibe please. for sure.
1: It Yeah. I think that's what... like reason that because I wouldn't have picked the book if it was written by a white woman like I looked to see like seeing that it was coming up as you know like you know black woman of color book you should read like that made me want to read it Mm
0: because I wouldn't
1: very much kind of like the the help was that was an issue is it's coming from that perspective like you're not going to learn anything not that you can't learn things but it's not I feel like it's just not something that a white Woman can speak about in the same way We're that black women who are past it, <laughs> you know, like you just you yeah. gotta, yeah. So, um, because I'm sure she's writing it, she's experienced some of this in her own life, mm-hmm. you know, it makes her read. It. I actually looked, um, because it was her debut novel, I looked and there's another one that she ends up writing, but I think it's actually a audiobook with Amazon and it's a, okay. I guess it's satirical, but it's about a workplace. Microaggressions, kind of thing. Um, but in, um, I think it's an Asian woman though, but it's okay. kind of like her story in office stuff. So something that she's familiar with and, you know, um, has obviously experienced. So it felt truthful. But basically, the whole thing coming around after Thanksgiving of, you know, Alex wanting her to leave Kelly, Kelly wanting her to leave Alex, both of them thinking that they're like saving her. And, you know, pressuring her and doing the right thing or whatever, and really her just trying to figure out what she wants to do. Um, and I feel like which is very normal for somebody that age, when you have like, this is something that I could relate to, is mm-hmm. when you're of certain age and kind of other people know what they want to do with their lives, or what they want to be when they grow up. Um, mm-hmm. I was very much that person. I didn't know. I knew, but I didn't fully kind of understand that I could make a career out of like doing what I do. I work in nonprofit, just spoiler Mm. alert, but I, but prior to probably 26, 27, did I think it was something that I could actually do for a job. And so then I was just doing small jobs. I didn't really care for because I had to pay bills so that was relatable and that like if your friends are nurses and lawyers and they have these careers and you're like what that's am all I I go doing? pop bottles and you're like counting the dollars you're, in your wallet yes. and you're like
0: I hope I can go celebrate with you like I hope yeah. I can get you around like no, yeah I related to I that can't I related do that. I related to like um I'm not trying to sit here and be like, I have all the same experiences as this young black woman. No, but you can I think understand from the socioeconomic the... Part yes. of like growing yep. up without a lot of money where she's yep. like, oh, and they count the hangers you bring into the dressing room. I was like, they definitely did that to me when I was a teenager, like yeah, 1000% or like having almost like, I don't want to say a pretty woman moment. Like I was walking out with a bunch of bags, but like walking into a store, like a designer store or something. And they're like, can we help you? Like, are you lost? <laughs> Like yeah. I felt that I'm like, um, okay. Or just to be honest, like, again, when they listed off like Alex's brain of her, like wanting to do all these things for Amira, mm-hmm. I think it's like, again, in her brain, it's coming from a good place. Like I want the best for her, yada, yada, yada. Right. And I've been, it's like, I've treated every single loser I've dated like let me I want you to have a better couch <laughs> like, this, I've tried to like. I understand yes. that like wanting to help people it's the wanting it's the thinking you know that like what yes. people need more yes. than they fucking know what they need that's the problem to yeah. me that's the deeper issue because mm-hmm. like I've had people do that to me as well not only me to whoever I've like dated like here let me help you let's buy a vacuum for your house like there's that, but then there's also, like, I felt it on the other end, where you're, like, uh, even when, like, when I was doing pageants, like, one of the years, it's, like, Oh, this is the type of dress you should wear. Um, this is the type of no, I don't like that song for your voice range. You should sing this song instead. and it's like, mm-hmm. you realize you're doing shit and you're like, am I doing this for me anymore? Like, yeah, I just think it's important to talk to people about what they want. Like, don't just assume like Amira wants your fucking help. Maybe she loves her
1: futon, like, fuck off. Yeah <laughs> just, no, like, I think that's true. And that's a, that's like with the crux of the tape these mm, you have people the- that, She's very explicit in saying no. She says it several times that she doesn't Mm -hmm. want that. She doesn't want that attention. She doesn't want that attached to her name. She doesn't want to deal with that. And you have both Kelly and Alex, you know, pushing her and, you know, whole book when it all breaks down that, you know, she's she's not picking a side You know, they're kind of they meet up and they're throwing arguments at each other, dragging up old history. Alex deciding to take things into her own hand and release the tape and make it seem like come from Kelly because he was young to it, and knowing that, then you know, Mira was such a trifling bitch. (laughs) <laughs> She's so really, messy. and the fact that she uses and like this person, Lainey, is just like a side character. But like she uses a really nice character, like somebody that's honestly trying, trying to help her. Like she uses that to betray Amira and throw Kelly under the bus, and then you know subsequently like promote the book. And <gasps> the it's most kind of like worthy thing. Yeah, it's like kind of everything rolls into one, and you're like you're not a good person. Like, you oh, didn't yeah. do this for Amira. You did all of this for yourself. All of it. No, every step of the way of yeah. reading this book, I,
0: again, I don't want to, like, it's so hard because it's like, I don't want to pick it apart because it's from a perspective, but, like, I don't even care that it's like oh I'm a white girl and it offends me and my white fragility it does not like at all I promise but she was such a fucking piece of shit she was like the parody of a terrible white person do you know what I mean like she was every bit bad and I'm like these people exist and I'm like yeah They do. I just never like I don't live in an affluent Philadelphia neighborhood. So I personally haven't met somebody who's this awful. Yeah. But at the very end, you know, of this, this book, going all the way back connecting it to the high school thing. She was with Kelly. And like they were there, like it was her first. Let's go to that. Because that's kind of important. It's not just like I don't want to just be like, she's so insecure. Like, she's insecure. She's insecure because this guy was her first. And she, again, she felt like she was being used maybe because she had money and this guy came over and now you took my virginity, you were my first this, that, and the other. And I wrote you this note telling you how to get to my house. Here's a map. Here's the code to get in my house so you can come take my virginity while my parents are out of town. And what you heard, right. And what you heard was, invite my friends over okay well again miscommunication he's like i never got that note what are you talking about yada 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 this guy comes over and she's like no i know you gave it to him i know you did doesn't believe kelly all these years so what 15 years prior so we find out they take you back in time with alex when she was still alex spelled with an e and um they do you back to that time and her job was to like clean lockers like on student council and doesn't she get to like her ex-boyfriend's locker and this fucking note falls out from the corner like he never received it the guy who got arrested never received it who lost his scholarship none of that like none of that happened like it was just so wild and once she realized her mistake you know, she didn't do what, like, a, a sane person would do and say, I'm so fucking sorry. Like, let me. I think it's so hard for people to say sorry.
1: But yes. this is wild they're that they're wrong.
0: This is wild that she knew how wrong she was, but was like, I'm past the point of no return. And, like, i don't know buried that letter burned it pretended like it never existed it was like yep this happened she still stayed with the same story even though she herself was like the only person who knew that it wasn't true
1: yeah that was wild because you're right because she says because when you're reading it you're like fuck kelly that like he would share this and lie and you're like You know, her calling the cops and all those things are wrong, but he's wrong to share something super private and to invite those kids and do Mm. all those things, right? You're like, you both suck. And then you find out that he actually didn't ever get the letter. It's still in the damn lock. It's like I understand. You know, she's she can't apologize. She's, but to then like you said, she tells herself. Honestly, she's so committed to herself that like, no, no, no. She was so wronged. That she's just like convinced herself that whatever. And so that, you know, what, 15 years later, you're still like, you sent that letter. But like, no. She chose to die on this hill. Like this is the whole reason she
0: supposedly leaked the video, had it blamed on Kelly, was so concerned about Amira because he's such a bad guy when she literally knew that wasn't the case. She was just insecure that, he dumped her because he's, like, you're an asshole for doing yep. this, like, and she was hurt because, like, I don't know, she just lost her virginity to him, like, the day before, and now he dumps okay. her, and soon after, starts dating a black girl, and it's, like, we see later on that Amir is walking around, you know, months later, she's living her life, and she sees him at a farmer's market dating a light-skinned black girl, and it was, like, she knew, like, there was a seed in me that, like, maybe Alex was right, but, like, fuck her like Mm who is she to tell me anything like I felt that before she even confirmed it but I didn't even want to believe it myself Mm -hmm. and it's like what's right and what's wrong and like I also don't know like I would love to hear anybody's feedback like please be gentle because I know nothing about like the idea of fetishizing somebody's race like I Mm -hmm. I don't it's not me I'm sure people do it all the time and that's a thing like I don't know. Is it different than having a type? Right. Or like the the
1: line between like somebody appreciating Black culture, Black women versus fetishizing them, you know, unquote,
0: like trying to be Black themselves, right? Having a Black scent,
1: all that stuff.
0: Yes. Yeah. It's like the cultural appropriation of it all. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I definitely myself, I would. I don't think I have a type, but then I'm like I like people with darker features like I'm not even talking about skin per se, but like hair like <laughs> eyebrows everything yeah. Good. please see Shay Mitchell <laughs> like <laughs> type like but um, yeah, I don't know. I just I think it's an interesting topic and it's something that I would love like people to give me more. Yeah. I don't know and it, and is it wrong if she's like so what like this guy is fetishizing me and like it's great like we're great in bed together like I enjoy this yeah. I don't really care like I just don't think it's anybody's business like how is that affecting Alex at all like how is it's the same thing her it's like insecurity. oh gay people shouldn't get married I'm sorry is this affecting your fucking life at all yeah
1: like it just yeah no it's her insecurities and it's very misplaced and I think you know there's a lot of times where Amir is having the same inner questions and it's that she's decided like a big thing is when, when he uses the N word while oh. they're talking I couldn't along. Believe she got... and oh, I God. was like, for me, that's shocking. That's not a word that I would use. I don't sing it. Like I'm not whatever. <laughs> when and you're in your car and people... you hear it and you're like, you hold your breath like Be... during that word. Yep. Absolutely <laughs> not. And she but that's on her right to to own that word and decide she decides to give him a pass. Um, But kind of later when everything is rolling out and she's kind of making that same kind of connection in her head and she's like, you know, he did do that and I did give him a pass and that did bother me. But like, you know, she red flagged it and moved on. And that's something you learn
0: during those years of your life, like whatever background you come from like you start learning what is acceptable like okay do I let this person treat me like this do mm-hmm. I let this person talk to me like this and you do you let a lot of shit slide because you haven't experienced it before and you're just like maybe this is what people say or do mm-hmm. and maybe this is okay you know what I mean like right. this shit I just accepted in my mid-20s
1: or 20s that I'm like yeah
0: <laughs> yeah uh, and she's yeah, probably, because no.
1: what I was thinking is, which you know, and maybe she thought of, like, she like thinking, like, well, all of his friends are Black. And she's probably like, you know, do they let this slide? Is he used to mm-hmm. speaking like this and That's not being, true. you know, corrected and whatever? Like, wouldn't Robbie correct him? Um, you know, or does he think that he's so, you know, a part of this culture and this group that he can speak like that? And answer is no <laughs> the answer not, in his mind was apparently not yes but a black man the answer is no, always gonna be no the answer is always no so, you cannot say the
0: n-word unless you are literally saying the n-word right That's you know what i mean like right. you cannot or nothing, say it like you said don't just skip it. it don't use a hard r and a, a nothing nothing don't say it yep. i don't care if you're repeating a story oh somebody said no, nope. but you know what they said? The N word. They said the, the bad word. Mm-hmm. The word that he must not be fucking named.
1: Right. Yeah, it's just so Voldemort. stupid.
0: It was almost like he was testing the waters. Mm-hmm. I felt that it was like a power thing. Yeah. I don't know. It felt weird to me. It felt like he was like, can I say this? And, and it's like, here's this crossing point because I'm saying it in a story and if she has a problem with it, she can speak now about it and I can, and I can reel it in and now I know it's not okay. Right. But right. She, lets she gives it go. him a pass.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now we'll, we'll push even further. I don't know. I just think there's some people like that who are like, how far can I go? Yeah. In relationships. Like how much can I get away with? And it's like, yeah. maybe just be a good person and not keep trying to get away with shit that, you know, well, it's
1: questionable. I think that's the book too. It's like, the way that both like Kelly and Alex in different ways, weren't like the best people. Like Alex is like the worst, but like Mm -hmm. Kelly had several issues and faults in things himself. And I think that's like the interesting point of it is it wasn't super like black and white. It wasn't this like overt racism. Mm -hmm. It was these little things that were in and these biases, little things are popping up the way that she would check in with, um her friend, I think your name is Tamar. Mm-hmm. Like her her black friend, and be like, what do you think about this? What what should oh, I know? Like, I
0: thought it was Tamara.
1: I, I thought at some point she calls her, her Tamar, but maybe that's just like a short nickname or something. Oh, maybe. Um but I just yeah like it was just a lot of things that you get through the whole book and you're like this is ridiculous that you know
0: also like checking in with one person of color to be like is this okay with you doesn't mean it's okay with every other fucking person for the whole... just fyi for the people in the back
1: yeah so well you know.
0: just like you know or anybody hey, letter... are you comfortable with me talking about rape to somebody who's a survivor right. of, of rape like might not be the same for the next person like and you just know your audience and it's like not yeah. the audience
1: but i well, don't know. And in the way that Amira gives him a pass when he says the N word. Her giving you permission for every Black person you are ever mm-hmm. around to say the N word, because I promise you, you're not going to get the same reaction. You mm-hmm. know, it's, it's, oh, it just, just bad vibes. <laughs> bad vibes, cringe. So
0: I would say, if I were rating or recommending, I would definitely give this book a four and i would i would highly recommend i just think going into it just know that there's so many cringy parts like yeah on alex's end at least like every time it was from her perspective it was just such a a level of delusion in her Mm -hmm. own mind of like i'm a good person and i mean well and it's like no you mean well for yourself yeah <laughs> but, like you're a very self-centered person like like taking a job we didn't even talk about t- she took a job in New York City like without even being like who's gonna take care of my kids she
1: just like assumed
0: but like
1: <laughs> this right. like, was you like sure
0: I'll come spend the night and live there so that was like I think the best part at the end was when it was like clap back just kidding I'm not working for you anymore fuck off like I'd rather take mm-hmm. less money and keep my dignity thanks like <laughs> yeah probably my favorite part but I don't know I don't I'd say I the only reason it lost a star for me was just because there are a lot of parts for me that I related to that I because I grew up like without a lot of money that I was like probably more related to Amira than Alex Mm -hmm. and I'm just like I feel this reality again not that I'm trying to say that I can relate to the upbringing of a person of color because no I can't but I just hated, like, Alex so much. <laughs> I don't know if that's a reason to take away a star, though. I don't know. Tell me, tell me your feelings. Maybe I'll, like, sway my rating.
1: <laughs> I know. I'm, like, such a, like, uh, I, I give, like, everything generous, but But I will say that I definitely do for this because I, I give five stars because, like, I enjoyed it. Like, it's, it's – but I think just – I love a book that like you can learn something from. True. And I think even in reading it and, you know, thinking that, you know, it's 2022 and, you know, you're a woke white woman and all of the things you can listen to you can this. Always and learn, hear the different things. Absolutely. <laughs> but you can hear the little tiny, like the microaggressions, the, you know, the bias, the different things. And there's some of what where you're like, Wow, like I've definitely heard that. I've heard mm-hmm. somebody say that before. The the thing about um when someone said wow, they you were in the big
0: word or oh, the and they or say oh.
1: the dot or the fe- and that was like horrifying and it was like I've definitely heard somebody definitely say that though. <laughs> and you know, so different things like that of just reminders that you know it's not oh racism isn't always so over and someone just yelling at somebody and calling them the n-word it's like you said it's oh wow you know oh impressive oh you impressive use a big word or, oh, you got a good job like it's wow, those yeah. little subtle digs at someone's dignity and appearance and job and all these little things that you know are it's racist but you know people don't always view it that way and so I I liked it for that I think it was um just very like interesting on that level of that it wasn't this overt thing that it was these tiny little things that all add up and accumulate and then blow up at the end
0: i know i feel that i think that maybe i should switch it to five because the part that i took a star away is because of how angry it made me reading it mm-hmm. like there were so many parts and that's not to take away the fact that like these are valid things like these do happen i think yeah. it was just because she was such an extreme character that i'm like you could have broke up these microaggressions. Like you could have sprinkled them throughout like 10 characters. Like she had enough like shit that she was just, again, in denial of thinking I'm such a great person. And it's like, you're literally repeating the path of like your parents and what mm-hmm. they did. And they had somebody in their house raising their kid. It was, there were so many parallels to me, to the health, like literally her at the door, like wanting a mirror to come back and, just it was like uh, uh I don't know I I do appreciate to me if, if that was like the inspo like at least it's like hey I'm gonna tell this from my viewpoint so yeah I don't know I did I did like it and I would recommend it I appreciate your pick
1: <laughs> I did yeah. I liked it I was I it was a good um it was a good read do again I share- something different right right right
0: something different for sure um do i share my choice for next month or do we get into our like mini random recap and save the choice for the end
1: let's do this in case you know in case there's like people should like the random recap in case they don't yeah
0: in case they're like this is Um, too bad um so if you guys are (laughs) if you guys are following along and want to read with us next month um Sorry, I know the title of the book. I just want to make sure I have the author as well. But we are going to be reading The Push. Have you read this? I hope you haven't. No, who's it by? Um, Ashley Audrain. Yes, Ashley Audrain. And it's like, Mm. I guess it's psychological
1: um i like
0: it already yeah i heard i heard good things about it but i've also heard it's like oh my god it was hard to get through some parts so i don't know what that even pertains to per se but every you know we like a mixed review we like a mixed bag because it gives us something to talk about Mm -hmm. so we'll see we'll see how it goes Um, But I think we should get into our random recap because next week we have a very um, special guest for you guys. So we won't be doing a random recap. So by the time we come back to random recap, said it so many times we'll have so much shit to talk to you guys about. Like, these are all the things we've been watching. Um, I mean, I already talked about how basically my world revolves around TikTok lately, but also (laughs) Tim Hortons is starting roll of the rim, and if you guys yeah. don't know, <laughs> Tim Hortons roll of the rim. If you are not from Buffalo or Canada, Tim Hortons is Life. a like Canadian started in Canada coffee donut baked goods chain. Um, they make delicious things. They did a collab with Justin Bieber, which apparently all of that stuff was selling for like crazy money, like like two hundred dollar like fanny packs. No, oh like, i didn't know like oh there's like- a fanny pack that said like 10 leaves yes it was like oh my god if you search on etsy right now it'll be like 200 dollars. i'm not even kidding <laughs> for like a 40 dollar fanny pack which i already thought was crazy but
1: that's hilarious. i wasn't about
0: that i am about roll up the rim it's like i become a gambling addict during roll up the rim where i'm like come on baby give me a free coffee free donut. right
1: i want the free coffee but i'm always like i would like the car please but, but also the fifty thousand dollars or whatever. Yeah,
0: but oh they're not. God. You don't roll your rim anymore. They just scan your cup. <laughs> I Where's know. There's fun in that. I know, but it is kind of true. Like people's freaking mouths all over it, and then yes. you like hand it to like you realize this that we all person. like fight it and roll <laughs> it out. <laughs> we probably just straight up skipped it last year. I'm sure. And they're like, how are we going to do this this year? You know what? Uh, I think they
1: did. I don't think that they did it. So that makes sense. I like the I like that idea. But then it doesn't feel like it's roll up the rim, scan the rim, scan just well, I the think rim. If
0: scan it. I think you scan it with your um, the, the app. app. So you'll um, know. That's another great way for them to get people to download the app. But true. If you're not, true. if you don't have the app, like let me scan your phone. I'll win your shit for you. Just let me know. Um, <laughs> anyways what shows did we watch i know we both did you watch the first episode of the dropout
1: yes
0: i okay. watched
1: the first two okay i think that's and i, I think that's exactly in- what i watched yeah oh i don't even so, know if i'm
0: caught up in pam and tommy to be honest oh i, I didn't do. watch last week's
1: <laughs> I, I okay didn't watch last week's episode but i'm caught up to everything before that
0: we're probably at the same point then. So maybe we'll like just like the talk deposition. Dropout. Yeah.
1: yeah. All right. we'll talk so, dropout and like
0: have a heavy Pam and Tommy next week. Okay. Love it. <laughs> um, um so if you so guys aren't familiar on. with the dropout, there was a podcast, came from the story Elizabeth Holmes, which some people think is still a girl boss. <laughs> it's crazy like (laughs) the young the youngest female billionaire i think it was um -hmm. she was a dropout from stanford i'm not even going to get into her whole life story but basically she super duper smart and had this idea like let's test blood with one single drop of blood and like pretty much everybody who had spent decades in the medical field was like no not possible she's like yeah it is and I think they really focus on like, she's not a quitter, like how she ran and she was like the last person on the track. And she yes. like, was like, I'm not going to give up. Like that was talked about a lot in the podcast um, about it. And just like, she just wouldn't take no for an answer. And there's like a thin line between mm-hmm. like not giving up on something and like having delusion and being like, this is possible. And it's like, no, it's not Find a different idea. Like you can, you yeah. <laughs> know, use your, your power for good like and she just had no interest in doing that (laughs) so this is a great portrayal of it Amanda Seyfried
1: doing great yeah for my first episode oh okay so and we talked a little about this last night but like Mm -hmm. I go into it because I know the overall story but I don't know like the nitty-gritty I didn't listen to the podcast but I've seen Mm -hmm. you know the HBO and all these things and one of the things that really stuck out to me is that her dad was part of the Enron scandal. And so it blows my mind that like her dad got caught up in this business that, you know, lied and Rod. failed and devastated everybody. And then like she goes and does the same thing. Um, but I had heard that what you're saying that people call her a girl boss, or like that there were just still these people like rooting for her or feeling for her. And I was just like annoyed and aggravated and you Know, like, she's so arrogant. She's so like, it's a great idea, like, you, everybody can admit that, but it you've got all these people going, no, or it's not going to do what you think it's going to do, or we're going to need to lower this expectation. And she's just like, you know, nope, figure it out. I'm gonna start firing people. Like, she's just so dead set on it that she wants to invent something and she wants to be Steve Jobs. And then, well, she wants to be a billionaire more, yeah, she wants to be a billionaire. Like, that's she wants the fucking money. goal. And then, unfortunately, like, so many women of her age in college, um, Mm -hmm. in, like, trigger warning, like, she gets raped at a party, and you and I talked about this, that we feel like that's kind of the catalyst of her dropping out, Um, and... Yeah, she's like, I have this great
0: idea, I've got investors, that's why I'm dropping out, and her mom's like, um,
1: are you sure it wasn't, you know, because of that other thing? Yeah, And... and... as someone, like, that's happened to me. And so when I see – like, I knew instantly when she came back from the party and they show her and her the look on her face, if mm-hmm. you've experienced that, you know that, like, I knew instantly that that's what it was and just, like, the crushing feeling. And you hear the girls, like, t- you know, her roommates are talking about it, whatever, her mom and her going through the whole process of actually trying to do something about it, going to Stanford her mom being there with her and, you know, nope, they don't believe you. It's your word against his, you know, you were drinking all the bullshit. We've heard our whole lives about this. And there's just this, like, I thought was really great, but like something that everybody connects with is she's so frustrated that no one believes her. And her mom Mm. just goes like, I believe you. Like everything you said, I believed you. And I was like instantly bawling. Because I feel like that's what you want in that situation is somebody to, to believe you. Um, and I think like that to me, like, because the world it... tells you it's your
0: fault, right? The world tells you it was what you wore. The world tells you, well, you let him on or you shouldn't mm-hmm. have stood that close or you shouldn't have drank as much. Like it's all yeah.
1: bullshit. Oh, you guys um... are dating. You can't be raped. Like there's just so many <laughs> or married <laughs> or ma- just anything. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I think like her mom saying that, like she says to her, like you can. They tell they're not like a real touchy feely family, but when she says that, she looks at her mom and she's like, "I love you." And the mom's kind of just like, "All right, let's go and like move forward," and um, you know that. I so her, like, she's kinda, like, "Mom, how do
0: I get her- past this?" And she goes, "We keep it down. Like you, you, you push it yeah. down." And I'm like, "Ooh." All that money and none of the therapy to go with it, huh? Right? Like,
1: and and the that. mom kind of alludes it like it's happened to her, you know? And- like, they're from California, too. I was like, for sure,
0: like, let's get her into therapy, baby. Like, we're progressive mm-hmm. thinkers over here.
1: Right, you're in Palo Alto. <laughs> no. I'm sure there's fucking therapists. <sighs> but, oh, but they're very much of that, like, you know, um, unflappable, you know, you've got to be tough. You've got to be the, you know, bad, whatever, because the men are going to you know, smell weakness and all that. Um, And I get that. But like you said, it's just it's so I was not. (laughs) I was like, I hate this girl. This is so annoying. And then this happens. And I'm like, oh, gosh, like, I was devastated. And then I'm like, rooting for her.
0: But just don't let it, f- like, yeah. I think that's the thing, too, when we romantic, I don't want to say, like, romanticize these stories, but when we tell them like this and we see, like, Amanda Seyfried, who we know is not a criminal, and we see yeah. people playing. Um, I don't know. It's, like, it's easy to feel sorry for somebody when you look at their backstory. It's like when you are listening to true crime and they're telling a story about a serial killer or, you yeah. know, oh, they were raped when they were a little yeah. kid. And it's, like, oh, I can feel sorry for that that inner child but yeah that doesn't mean that, that you can go and get away with whatever you want like you can't millions and millions of dollars from investors and sell a lie and give people false cancer diagnoses yeah. um like just crazy shit that she was doing mm-hmm. that in her mind she's like well I mean you know it's fine because we sent him to get further testing so like it got sorted out like it's like yeah but it's your technology doesn't work <laughs> like you can't yeah. it's just like in her brain she's like yeah but we'll get it to work right but again it's like a, an advance on a book like hey here's 50 grand for the book uh you got that book i ah, know but i'll get it to you eventually like no there's deadlines there's things like when it comes to medical care it's like you can't push deadlines it's like if somebody says we're getting these things into cvs walgreens on this date they mm-hmm. need to work and she was purposely faking tests um in front of these investors like she knew oh she was I know. doing fraudulent like <laughs> doing yeah. like fake things so she knew exactly what she was doing and like so many other people told her sold herself the lie that like well yeah but you know it works sometimes and we were gonna get it there and it's okay and it's like
1: mm,
0: no like eventually this would all come crashing down and
1: so it did and, and now we get to watch a show about it yeah no I I agree and like it's a good point about the humanizing because I think that's the point right is that you understand Mm -hmm. that like it's a person and everybody is making choices and it's whatever but ultimately at the end of the day like she ruins you know lives and money and all these things and one of the things I thought in watching it is like it is such a great idea and I think she's she's ruined the chance for something like that to ever come to fruition because mm-hmm. she fucked it up so royally, because obviously we know that you can't do it with a drop, but maybe it's, you know, a certain whatever. And like, it could have been something in the reality had it been done the right way with the right people and the right timeline. Right. But now mm-hmm. if somebody comes forward and they're like, we can do this, blah, 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 you the whole world going, I can't,
0: <laughs> like Absolutely maybe somehow not. we can duplicate this sample so that yeah. more th- it's it's actually, you know, this many milliliters right. of blood. Like we can duplicate yeah. a sample and it's the same information. Yeah. Um and so we don't have to take as much. Like there's so many things or it's and just certain things.
1: I don't like, know. One like of the she, things they said in the very beginning that she she uh presents is something about like uh I think it was sickle cell and like a wearable device that would um you know inject the medicine, medicine and, or something. and the doctors you know poo-pooing it or whatever but now I think about like and obviously it didn't come from her but you think about people that have diabetes and now they mm-hmm. can wear those devices that are on them and it monitors their blood sugar levels right. and it you know so that being said a doctor
0: diagnosed it and her right. idea is like let's no. just keep medicine in here diagnose and treat and it's like absolutely not we're skipping a few steps here yeah again great idea doesn't mean it's possible like no. i would love to like
1: everybody know, has like, a great idea every now and then it doesn't mean that it's all gonna work out
0: i to take a spaceship to the moon by fart power doesn't mean it's possible like i don't know
1: <laughs> well and the audacity of just being like yeah i'm gonna drop out of stanford and i'm gonna make this thing like in one of the um, you know, interviews that she has, and she's trying to get money, you know, from a venture capitalist, and he's like, "Okay, so are you a doctor? Like, what are you?" And it's like, oh, oh "I dropped out of Stanford," and you're like, "So what gives you, you know, the audacity to do that It's gonna be a no. It's gonna be a no. It's gonna be a no. Yeah,
0: it's, <laughs> it's a, a no, no for me, dog. dog.
1: Like, like yeah, I don't go to know. Shark Tank, lady. <laughs> I totally.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, so that's like our little overview of the dropout we're gonna keep watching i know how it ends right if you yeah, watch the news yeah <laughs> right you know how it's it hard ends. to miss it's it's not well
1: i'll tell you how i do it but not i think well, it's interesting it's interesting and so i think people are gonna watch it um you know maybe not everybody knows the full scope or whatever because this is happening like when we're in high school and you know, it's also like the height of the war, and maybe it didn't get enough attention around the world as it did locally in California. So, for maybe for some people, it's new and and interesting. But I think just True, the tale but of we're like podcast people and yeah,
0: I don't know. Even though you didn't listen to the podcast, like you knew it was out there, and you're like, oh, here's HBO. I'll watch this version. Like you knew that the story mm-hmm. was out there, and it was a story that was worth telling, yeah. and apparently enough so that you know they gave Amanda Seyfried a role that she got to do crazy eyes and a really deep yeah. voice. <laughs> that's, well, like, talk about Elizabeth Holmes' voice and why she felt the need yeah. to talk.
1: Like, At first they right, think you're crazy, and then they see you change the world. Like, that's yeah, she the talk. weirdest. No, I know.
0: <laughs> and she's like, I'll be taken seriously if I talk like this. And they see, you see Sonny Balani, like, this guy, like, who's like, no, you can't be bubbly. You can't say this. You can't do that. And it's, uh, uh, it's wild.
1: I don't know. It's also wild of like how how she just like faked, like fake it till you make it. Like she faked and lied her way into like, I mean like the Cleveland Clinic, like major insurance companies, like all of these big, huge things that you would think somebody. Well, it's would easy. Be when you like get
0: one person on the hook, right? Like, she's able to say, "Hey, this oh, guy, look, my dad's is friends here. with." Yeah, well, the guy. her her teacher professor whoever there were two there was the guy Mm -hmm. who was in the lab with her and that's the guy who she's like well i'm sure you knew these brothers and they started yahoo and he's like yeah i turned them down and i really regret that like yeah so in his mind he's like i've seen this shit before i've seen people come to me and say we're dropping out we're starting this do you want to invest and i've said no and i've said no before and i re- regretted it so to him he's like this is how i feel as were the other person both that, that professor and that other i think she's a professor the other woman who's the doctor, like, is yeah, not possible mm-hmm. she was also interviewed on the podcast and said the same thing like there's a million people with a million great ideas it doesn't mean they're possible like you don't have some type of right over anybody else to make yours happen when it's not possible like yeah and um it was just so interesting that one professor's like, sure, I'll invest. Here you go. And the other one's like, you're insane.
1: <laughs> right. This is a terrible idea, actually.
0: I don't know. I, and that tells you, like, how charming, though, she was. Because that professor w- who believed her was the one who worked with her closely. So he knew.
1: Right. Watching all the things. He knew
0: she's smart. He's like, okay, she's smart. Like, two and two. <laughs> cool. I don't know. But I watched, like, so much other crap. I don't even know how I watched as much as I watched. I watched – I'm just going to tell you what I watched because I don't think we watched any of the same. Pam and Tommy, we'll cover that late next couple weeks. Real Housewives of New Jersey, I know you didn't watch that. Nope. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, which I know you didn't watch that, but I I just have to say, do you know anything that's going on with that franchise, like, um, in the nope. media, anything? So the one girl, woman, she, they're only in their second season, and she's like very flamboyant about how much money she has. I mean, that's what these shows are. But she's like, oh, like more so than anybody else, like okay. head to toe, always. And it was like uh, arrested for fraud, and this was all like filmed, like when the cops like came to arrest her, and like helicopters were above, like they were filming. It was a whole thing. Like, it's so good. If you watched, like, the very first episode of season two, like, you wouldn't even have to know what happened last year. You are just like, damn, this is nuts. Um, but, like, yeah. So she was in some type of fraudulent scam with, like, telephone stuff. Um, like, getting old people on the phone and, and somehow <gasps> getting their... Yes, terrible. Where it's, like, there'll be, like, a $6 charge recurring every month that they can't get off their card. And, like, just it's so bad and all the people who worked with her who are also being arraigned like they all pled guilty like she's the only one left and it's just really messy so it's really crazy and then it's like meanwhile nobody's talking about that they're all talking about like this other chick And you're like I'm sorry this chick is arrested for fraud on national television why are we talking about this other girl at all but It's pretty entertaining. It's probably the best franchise. Like, some of them, like, OC, I could live without, but Salt Lake City's a great one. And other than that, I just have a list of things I want to watch. Like, I still want to watch Inventing Anna. I'll get there eventually. Movies? Did you see any? Watch any? I know we're not movie people, but I did actually go to the movies for the first time since, like, before the pandemic.
1: What did you see? Yes. Guess what I've seen? I don't even know what's out besides that dog Batman. Movie. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. With Robert Pattinson. How was it? Eh. It was...
0: It was uh, Batman. It was a Batman movie. <laughs> I mean, um, I like
1: the Batman movies, but I was very curious when they cast him. I was like,
0: really? I wouldn't say that he was, like, a part of making it eh. It was just, like okay, this is a, a Batman storyline. There wasn't anything, like, that truly, like, shocked me, really. It was good. I thought he was yeah. a bit, like, I don't want to ever talk. I'm not even going to body shame men. Like, my, my husband's like, I feel like he was kind of scrawny for Batman. I'm like, it doesn't matter that it's camera magic. Like, Yeah. It really, truly it doesn't matter. And the whole suit he has is, like, huge, so it makes him look huge. Right. But they do have scenes where he takes off his stuff, and you're like, Hmm.
1: He's
0: not. Uh, you could literally place. see his spine, like he's yeah. not a
1: very. Like, I remember super that from Twilight, guy. though. Yeah, yeah. You it's have not Christian like Christian him at all, right? Exactly. Christian Bale packed on like seventy pounds of muscle or some crazy shit when he played Batman. Exactly. I'll be honest. I was waiting ben for Affleck. that moment. Yeah. Oh, don't even
0: get me started with Ben like He is. A little pizza, Boston cream pie, baby. <laughs> he is so hot, and then like daddy? him and J Lo together. Oh, there's a short list of people I'd call it daddy, and him and <laughs> J Lo, I'd call them both daddy.
1: <laughs> I love this
0: so much. Yes, daddy. Which one? Both. Okay. Um, <laughs> it was it was good. Um, I would say. It was weird though, like the soundtrack really reminded me of sound, like of Twilight. It had oh. like this, you know how d- Batman has like that dark vibe of like that cinematography where you're like, I'm sorry, like I can't fucking see the screen. It's so dark. What are yeah. you? Yeah, <laughs> what's even happening? But it was like that. But add it just felt Twilighty. I think because of the soundtrack. That's I don't so know funny. how else to explain it. But okay. if you looked it up, you'd when be, you like, hear okay vibes, okay, mm-hmm. interesting. It was good. It reminded me of why I don't go to the movie theaters, though, because I got, like, major panic attacks and, like, scenes where there were a lot of, like, machine guns and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, the Batman movie. I don't want to be in a movie theater. I don't know. It just freaks me out. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the country we live in where people are so unhinged that I yep. just don't like going in public sometimes.
1: Yeah. yeah. No, I definitely prefer to wait for things. And I'm like, yep, I'll pay $20 to stream this. <laughs> Well, like, the pandemic made mind. that
0: easy, and then like, I kind of just miss like a drive-in, like a
1: summer night. Ugh, oh, I love a good drive-in. Uh, we can take wait. the kids when some um, some movies come out.
0: I think I Harrison- new Despicable Me. Mm.
1: Oh, oh! I know, I know. I think they'll, I think they'll all be down with it. Harrison is It'll counting down the days until the last Jurassic Park movie comes out because we're big, <laughs> we're big on the dinosaurs over here something nice. and he's like how many days till June 10th or whatever date it is so cute cannot wait for that to go to the drive-in oh my god that's
0: hilarious yeah but that's the only movie I saw and that's impressive because I never do that and yeah. really I've been listening to your podcast totown Spi <laughs> that's hilarious appreciate it.
1: appreciate
0: it um and morbid patreon they're doing a whole series on Albert fish I don't know if you're familiar with him I've heard multiple podcasts He's like an older, true, crimey guy. He's just okay. gross. Um, mm. A lot of crimes against children.
1: Ah. But he's
0: also like a crazy, pathological liar. So it's one of these things where you're like, what's true and what's not? Like, what stories did he tell for shock value and what?
1: Oh, it, I see. It, it, he's just
0: really gross. Like a
1: cannibal. He, he's just uh. he's... Okay, <sighs> see your cannibals really quick. Have you seen <laughs> you know, the preview? Have you seen the preview for that movie, Fresh, with Sebastian Stan?
0: Wait, I've seen it is available on Hulu right now, but I have not seen the previews or what it's about. I was just like, I got a lot of Sebastian Stan with Pam and Tommy. I've got I'm not his gonna remote watch control it. wiener and everything.
1: <laughs> I'm not going to watch it all of it. say that it's like a horror thriller, or whatever. But Ooh. it's something to do with cannibalism. And I'm like, why does he keep doing these movies where oh, I'm going to hate it? Ew. Like, yeah. so, like, People are me. saying it's good, but like, I want, I can't, I can't do it. Not for I'm you. Like, I need you back in your uh, super soldier outfit. That's it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I saw yeah, a funny interview that he did where like, out. his mom must have saw the trailer or something and she called him and was like, Sebastian. Do you have to do these movies? Like she was <laughs> like, why do you keep doing stop. these roles just... where we hate you? Yeah. Um, so I just did a lot of reading. Like, I, read I was
0: gonna say, did you do any podcasts besides creating your podcast? Just reading. Just reading. The...
1: Yeah. No. I right. I read the book for. I mean, for the, uh, the other podcast, and just I read a lot. <laughs> I have no well, that's life what game. we like to I do just, here like read at night right I, it's what I prefer I just I sneak into my books um one of like my, my favorite like romance authors is Tessa Bailey um her new book in like a series that she wrote of just like these two sisters came out it's called Line and Sinker it's adorable it's very like is that
0: connected to what ha- um
1: what happened what, last what summer what did last summer
0: yep Yep. Oh so it's so the I'm sister. Test. Ooh, okay, I'm excited because I'm so getting it's into story, the story about the sister
1: test. And um and I really loved it. Like I've read her other fixer up series that's like three books of like three friends. It was really good. So I was excited for it to come out. It was one of the ones I had like pre ordered. So like at midnight it flew into my Kindle and I was like, Bring it on. Um Ooh. especially now that I have a Kindle Who's <laughs> they loving that Kindle light. You don't even know. So like guys or whatever, like Lana got me a Kindle for my birthday. <laughs> for as much as I read, I've always just used the app and everything. I've never held an actual one or like thought it was necessary. And now that I have it, like I can't be separated from like how did I do this for so it's long like my you know people have like emotional support dogs it's my emotional support kindle like it's with me at all times oh with like God. my whole library on there and it just makes me so happy so like shout out to you for the best uh, gift you're ever so
0: welcome I like a gift that gets used you know Yeah, if you if you would have used a squatty potty more, I would have got you one. But since we're full up on squatty
1: potties, we're full up on squatty potties in my house. Every toilet has one.
0: Shout out to squatty potty. Get yourself not a sponsor. Would love if they did.
1: (laughs) I would love it. I was just about to say, oh my god! I should customize squatty potties.
0: I'm gonna put like Go Bills on the front of my squatty. (laughs)
1: You know you can sell it, right? Like, you would... Oh, my God. This is... This,
0: this is so going on the rails. Damn it. We're selling but free ideas to people right now.
1: I know, right? They're going to be like, we heard it on this podcast. No, a Kindle a is a great thing theme. to have.
0: You can have the app, and that's whatever. But it's really nice on your eyes. Like, if you have sensitive eyes. Eyes, Like, I've had LASIK twice, and my fucking eyes hurt so bad if I stare at a screen for too long. Um, I was shopping for, like... I don't even know what it's called. It's not a belt bag, but, like, the one that goes across body, but it's a book bag, like a little triangle bag. Sling. Mm-hmm. A sling. A sling book bag. So I wanted one of those for um, a venture I'm going on. And it had, like, it was so cute. Mike's like, wait, that one has different pockets. And I was like, thank you for pointing this out. Like, And so I looked. And one of them had like a little spot on the side, like a sleeve. And I was like, oh, my God, that'll fit my Kindle perfectly. Nice. <laughs> but then the other one didn't. and I was like, okay, I guess I'm getting a whole different design and pattern because one has oh a Kindle pocket, one does not. And that's important. Like,
1: I love that you said that because I'm like the queen of sling backpacks. I have several. Could give mm-hmm. you all the racks because I'm the mm. same way. I had to get, and this is what my pre-Kindle life. I have, like, smaller ones, and then I got a big one that I knew could fit my iPad solely for books. Uh, Yeah, Um, I purposely aimed for, like, tiny, tiny. I was, like,
0: the smallest one you have. But this one's kind of cool at, like – goes from a belt bag like a fanny pack to a sling bag like you could wear it either or so that's why it's got that weird side thing is it's technically a top thing when it's Mm a fanny pack i like but i'm like whatever it works for the kindle and i'm happy you're enjoying yours yeah i I don't know i read this book i feel like i was light on reading but i don't know i finished um this book obviously and then I read a poetry book, which I need to get to you. We mentioned it in a previous yes. episode. Um, the Butterfly Bruises by Palmer Smith. I really enjoyed it. There was poetry. There were some short stories in the back. Both enjoyable. Um, and then I started The Maid, which not to be confused with "Made," <laughs> which is confusing because they're two books that are like kind of popular right now. Um, but very different very different. Maid is, like, an actual, like, based on a true story, like, a woman's journey of being a single mom and working as a maid, and this book is called The Maid. It's by Nina Nita Nita? Prose, and it's, like, a whodunit, and it's told from her perspective, and it's really funny because she's, like, super anal to the point where again I see everything of like is this person maybe on the spectrum because my daughter's on the spectrum and just the way that she was like you know she's being interviewed by like the police because she finds a dead body and she's like I couldn't stop staring at that spot on the wall because <laughs> like she, she looks at things and she's like I want to clean them <laughs> I clean mm, okay that but makes sense. it's it's really good so far and it's like a very fast paced read I think it's only like 285 pages so oh, that's good should be yeah. done with that and just add it to the pile of things that I bring over to Dylan's house. Like, here's some
1: books. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know. And I have like I know. And you also gave me like a ton of books to borrow and read. You'll and then them. I got sucked into like tick we talk about TikTok all the time. TikTok, because I like books constantly on their book wrecks I get those all the time. And I had mm-hmm. like these two female authors come up that they were saying basically that they were like hallmark stories meets like spice and I was like say less like (laughs) that's my jam say no more so yeah so it's like I read this one author Morgan Elizabeth like I read like a whole series and then she had like a new book come out last week so I like flew through it and now I'm in this other one um by Elise Silver and it's like the same thing like a big series that like another book's gonna come out next week and I'm like here's do you just, enjoy
0: that where you're like cool i know i'm getting more content or are you like oh more of a commitment i have so many other things sometimes i'm like i have so many other things on my tbr i can't commit to a whole new series right now like
1: i will say that i look because i don't sometimes i don't want to do that like i don't want to start something that's going to like cuz then i need to finish it so like one of the things i love sarah j moss like she's one of my favorite authors for like fantasy And, um, she has a whole series called throne of glass and it's like eight books and like a prequel and all these things. And I have it, but I'm like, Mm -hmm. I can't read it until I'm ready to do the whole thing. And it's thousands of pages. And like, I could still get through it quickly, but I know what I will do is I'll like be dead to the world for a week while I flip the whole thing. And I just can't do that versus just reading like a couple, like 300 page books, like a night or whatever. That's more like my speed. So I, I you look know just three hundred of a
0: night. <laughs> I mean, everybody has their own thing. And sorry I guys, I'm a psycho.
1: Like,
0: <laughs> no, you're not at all. No, I think like anything, reading is one of those things. Like the more you do it, that's and it's. I don't know. I don't know why people like stress to be like fast readers. Just be a reader. Like just pick up a book. And if you're like, I don't really think I'm a reader. You haven't found the right book. That's yeah. In my mind, like there is a book for everybody. It's such an individual thing. That's why it's so hard to rate books sometimes because you're like, it's art, it's subjective. It's like, very different. Maybe I would have enjoyed this at a different time in my life, you know, mm-hmm. different day. I might've even rated it differently, depending on my mood, but.
1: And how many times have you done that too, where you buy a book and then just sits on your shelf and then at some point you're like ready for it and you go and read it. Cute but the night I think you talked about this at one point though, about like audiobooks too, like that is reading and so if Mm -hmm. you know sitting down and reading something doesn't work for you or your lifestyle like listening to something that's interesting to you might be the way to go and still be able to you know whatever your genre is listen to something new you know if it's fantasy if it's fiction nonfiction, whatever um just we're encouraging you get back into reading guys give it a chance (laughs) also it might inspire
0: you to be like you know, this is a nice way to taste test whether I like this author's style. Like if you're mm-hmm. like, I don't know if I like them, you could hear an audiobook and hear, are they funny? Are they this? Are they overly descriptive about the water? I don't give a shit. Like you can hear that and be like, would I read their books? And it'll help you decide whether you should or whether you want to try. Yeah. And I I recently talked to somebody who's like, I've been in a lull lately. He's like, I've got like five different ones that I've started. And I used to do that a lot. Like start a book, go like two, three chapters in. And then I'm like, eh, I want to try something new. I'm bored board with this. If that's the case, put it down. Literally put it down and don't pick it back up. Don't be like, I've got five started. If you're really ready to like jump ship, then jump ship. It's totally fine. You're not a quitter. Mm-hmm. That book isn't for you bring it back to the library, put it in, you know, one of those little boxes on the corner of <laughs> free little library. Like, yeah, it's okay. And find one yeah. that works for you. Like talk to people who tell them like, Hey, I like this book. Have you ever read it? Do you know something similar? Like there's people mm-hmm. in our community go on our Instagram page and do it. If you want, like people will answer right. you.
1: That's why um, I love Goodreads too, because yes. you can see what people are rating it. Besides, you know, what, like a, whatever paid raider is but it's also gonna get to know you and give you recommendations based on things you like and speaking of like audiobooks like, mine is all like queer reads <laughs> it's like we think you would like this lesbian romance and yeah. like props mine is all smut and fantasy you know it's whatever yeah. you like it's like tiktok it just learns about you and gives you what you, you know
0: I really didn't realize what a world like of smut like niche there was and it was like before I even like met you I was on the redheads like private whatever Facebook page and it was like a bunch of us like hey let's share our good reads and like follow each other kind of thing and this girl I was like none of these books are
1: anything i would read it was literally just like
0: <laughs> hockey players on the t- on the cover and shit oh, and i yeah.
1: was like soccer players, <laughs> state it, was so players.
0: it was like 15 series in a book and i'm like it's like mariah read seven of these today i was like damn mariah okay <laughs> queen reading seven books a day and then i'm like okay i get it like <laughs> mm-hmm. but i think i'm reading right now i want to be like like racehorsing no straight up I want to be like um Mariah I have a podcast for you it's called Hometown Spice I think you can enjoy it (laughs) actually like I need to find these people because I follow them and I don't even know how to unfollow them because it's like no shade but I'm like not really like the recommendations for me cool like I don't need to follow this but I don't know how to like unfriend people on Goodreads it's so (laughs) weird it's like air and I'm like I guess me and Mariah are like OTP right
1: because you don't know Goodreads were like, on Instagram, I'll see, like, somebody I'm friends with or, like, a family member will, like, follow the Hometown Spice, and I'm like, oh, no, not for you. Block. <laughs> my mother. So Girl, funny.
0: bye. Whoop. Oh, my God. She's, like, logging in with her Finsta to listen to
1: you. Yeah. So like, funny. one of my, like, good, like, <laughs> friends, like, male co-workers. I'm, like, nope, bye. Nope, 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 nope. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, other than that, like, I,
0: again... I don't think I went any further in that self-help audiobook that I started
1: last week. I, oh, yeah. Uh,
0: just too much about like, oh, this isn't about your body. It's about feeling good. And it's like, no, it sounds like you're glorifying being
1: small
0: and eating nothing. And as somebody who suffered with like eating disorder shit, I probably just not the book for me. Yeah. So, whatever. It might help other people, but not for me. Um, Run, Rose, Run comes out tomorrow. Dolly Parton's book with James Patterson. Pretty amped about it.
1: We oh yeah! So I can
0: clear my schedule, Dolly. I know I might have to get that on on Kindle. Just so Dolly for president.
1: Oh, <sighs> so much.
0: Could you imagine? Yeah, I mean, I think that's all I've got. What about you?
1: Yeah, Could that's we've... really that's really it. We've... I mean, we're just well, run the longest in our, episode yet that's in a world of one. books. I know. I'm excited for the push. That sounds exciting.
0: I know, me too. Something I different I to read it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you want me to read you a quick synopsis? But, um, yes, please. Yeah, for I all of our listeners. Off my, off my shelf. The push by Ashley Audrain. Like you can see by the title, it has like uh, what's that ink blot test?
1: Oh, Rorschach. Uh, I- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: A tense, page turning psychological drama about the making and breaking of a family and a woman whose experience of motherhood is nothing at all like what she hoped for and everything she feared. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I could read you the whole long thing, but oh, the baby's name is Violet.
1: Oh gosh. Trigger. Know, it's gonna, it, it will be a trigger for me. Ugh, Hopefully, yeah. the kid's but... not like a demon.
0: Hopefully not. This is a $26 book hardcover, and I got it from Book Ooh. of the Month for nine ninety nine as an add-on. I think it's nice. just an add-on. It might have been a previous month choice. Yeah. You could tell because on the cover, you'll see because you're a new Book of the month, or On the cover, it'll say the month. Yes. Or oh, it'll say, I like, a genre. Like, this one says thrills and chills. So it was just an add-on option. I like gotcha. that they do that. Like, if it's not a month pick, but it's, like, a really
1: popular book. They'll have it. Right. So. For something else. I noticed that when I picked um my March book. Yeah. 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 I got a few cool
0: ones. So yeah, I I have like ones that I ignored from my first time I did Book of the Month when I was barely reading. And um, like I have a book by Tom Hanks. I didn't even realize he wrote a book. <laughs> like I have all these books that are from, like twenty
1: fourteen that I need to read or whatever, but I'll get there.
0: I yeah, have a funny we- fact
1: about Tom Hanks. Please do. I love him. I hope this um, is a good fun fact. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. I just because we we live in Western New York, and so Fisher Price is here. Um, mm. And he's somebody that works for Fisher Price. And I didn't know this, but like for all of the Woody toys and everything, mm-hmm. um, he his brother does the voice for all of that because he has the same exact voice as Tom and just a lot more availability so oh, he he is cool. able to like kind of make a little bit of money off of that and like he just he did like an interview or whatever he's saying he's like oh yeah my brother does like all of the voicing that's so to, like, neat the toys and merch and da 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 because yeah, like I do the movies but he does to do all wow. of that stuff well then he's off being Tom Hanks and doing all these other roles besides Disney um that his brother would like you know, go to Fisher Price or whatever and, like, record all that stuff. So I just thought that was interesting that, like, I wonder if there's other celebrities that do something like that, that if, you know, they have a sibling or something that's, you know, got a similar voice or whatever and can help them out in that situation. And that's cool. Honey, none of these Elsa toys are Adina Menzel. I can tell you that for (laughs) sure because I know her
0: voice. And I'm like, who did you have to do this? (laughs) Because this is an (laughs) atrocity. My kid doesn't know, but I'm like – Okay. I've got signed wicked posters and like <laughs> you know, like you to this just say this ain't her. <laughs> like, oh my god. That that is a cool fact, and I think it's cool that he could spread the love. Like obviously his family yeah. like a like a Hollywood family, like his son is an actor now too, and all yeah. that has been. But that's very yeah. neat. Shout out to Tom <laughs> Hanks. Come on our show. <laughs> <laughs> <You're> <laughs> <bad>. Hilarious. <laughs> Send me Woody Merch. I want the oh Woody goodness. hoodie. The, the woody, woody. hoodie have you seen it
1: at the disney store that's now closed they keep closing. oh so sad we love going so to that sad. store all the time harrison's a huge buzz Lightyear year fan
0: mm, i know and we got to get those mini brands like tiktok tiktok has me addicted to mini brands now so that's a I don't problem know what that
1: is don't like don't even okay know. all right yeah if you
0: if it crosses your path Crosses your path. is it
1: like a like a viral kids toy or something
0: yeah yeah it's see like, i knock on
1: wood that hasn't we haven't had that happen yet where there's like the it toy or whatever like that hasn't been a thing because he's so like they he don't likes care a about that it's thing. not the commercials
0: it was my problem yeah. it's my oh, problem because okay. so i found fault. it on tiktok <laughs> and it's like it's like a little egg do you remember those oh orange?
1: okay i've seen the video you All know exactly right. what I i'm talking about i saw somebody had like a um, it's like you crack it open crush. like orange
0: slices and then there's little things but there's different collections almost like trader cards they'll be like a collection of you know Cookie grocery one. store items so it's like Hershey's syrup but super tiny oh. <laughs> so it'd be like that but they have a disney one so it's like marvel
1: um yeah uh, star oh wars don't tell me because i'm a big marvel star wars person speaking of tiny I things i saw this on tiktok and i kind of really <laughs> wanted to time do time it no oh my god this size was not matter um where somebody to a makes, point <laughs> when somebody makes little books they uh, print yes, like a I've little cover this. of every book they read and then it like <gasps> it's like their tree that's the ornaments and it just shows like how many books you read and like a physical way and I was like oh, oh shit I want to do this but also like at like 65 and it's marked like, I don't want to <laughs> that would be like a December. lot of printer ink <laughs> But I think it's really cool, which is why, like, I'm so happy you got me into Goodreads because then I can see it and it, like, feels rewarding to, like, see that It's nice to
0: I you. I still write down in, like, a – in a journal, like, pen and paper, I will write down, like, number 11. Like, I'm just weird like that and it just is, like, satisfying to me. But I do like Goodreads because I could literally sit here with you on the phone and I'd be like, hold on, let me see who writes the push. And it's that simple. So I'd be like, oh, there it is. Yeah. Um, and to be like, oh, has Dylan read this? No. Like, I was pretty sure it said you didn't read it. But I was like, well, maybe she forgot to mark it. So I'm happy that you didn't read it. <laughs> I'm so on uh, that. Like, we love you guys so much. And we could keep talking for hours because that's what we do. <laughs> People are like, oh, how long have you known your co The girl who's doing, like, my lashes was like, how long have you known your co-host? And I'm like, I think, like, four months. <laughs> it's
1: really not that long. <laughs> She's like... Oh, and I'm like, you know, sometimes you click like I got engaged to Mike after five months. So yeah, (laughs) that's I mean, it's literally though you and I and that's a whole nother episode. But that's exactly Mm -hmm. like we just clickety click click click. Everything was falling. Oh, we both lived in California for an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we we both both did this
0: like yeah yeah it's like so many things in common but <laughs> if you guys want to know more about that shoot us a dm say hi we thank you guys so so much for listening if you enjoyed this show you can find us on
1: instagram and tiktok at half baked book club you can also send us listener emails we have an email address of half book club at gmail.com so send us some emails Yes. and we just want to say hi we don't even
0: care what you guys have to say tell us like your funny embarrassing stories and tell yeah. us like this is anonymous we like advice not that we'll have like great advice but we'd love to
1: try right yeah it'll be fun <laughs> it'll be fun um, to say, I you. <laughs> send us the mail guys um all right so we'll see you guys next week but until then read some books it's weird, weird out, out there, there. <laughs>